find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. What's up, everyone? It's your boy Ben Baller, aka the Korean John Cusack, aka Mr. Bad Back, and you are listening to a brand new episode of the world famous Behind the Baller podcast, always recorded in high definition, pure stereo sound. This is and will always be 100% professional podcasting, museum quality mic spitting over here, guys. You know the rest. Original music by Lakey, theme song by Illegal Cartel, and production by none other than Miles Davis and Mr. Jordan Winter, a.k.a. The Captains. Guys, let's just get it started. Yeah, so as I had mentioned before on the last episode, I knew that we couldn't drop this episode Monday because it takes a long time to edit. Sunday night was a shit. You know, the Dust Brothers are playing. Well, they played in the Wastelord Invitational. You know, we got there at like 8, 8.15, so there's no way to get that unless that Miles woke up at fucking 4 in the morning. It just was too much. So we had to drop the pod today. It is Tuesday, guys, April 25th. It's all good. Damn, I try to stay positive, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I had a really shitty weekend, guys. <laughs> I um, had a great day yesterday. As good as I could, but the weekend was really just not great. Like I said on the last episode, not the emergency, I thought I'd have some good news, but like, I don't, you know? I mean, it's my show, it's about my life, and um, there's ups and there's downs, right? So, you know, right now it's a downtime, and it's all good. You know, a month ago or so, when I had uh, thought I hit the low of the lows, and um, I drove, I was in Carlsbad training, and um, told you guys I drove to Mexico, I thought I'd really hit the bottom. And I fucking wish, I wish that was the worst of it. I think that was me more so just uh, dealing with a little bit of shock, right? But yeah, I've been living in a hotel now for 17 days. Currently, it is a pretty low budget, 375 square foot corporate style like hotel room. People kind of usually do long-term stays here, which is totally outside my norm. You know, I had a nice spot for Hawaii, um, had a couple cool little spots, but you know, I wasn't really sure what was going on and it's just been kind of weird and, um, you know, I'm fucking living out of a suitcase. It's it, it just very strange, right? And, um, you know, it's uh, longer than most could. You know, thank God I could. Um, some of you are probably asking right now, why the fuck could you do that? You know, you're balling, blah, blah, this and that. And I'll talk about a little bit of that in a second. Don't think I'd feel right if I was in a penthouse right now for a long term. One, it wouldn't be smart financially just because, you know, shit. That'd be fucking 25, 30 bands real fast. And, um, you know, it could be written off because of, my circumstances, but this is not really, you know, 
where I wanted to be with this. And I did, but I didn't. It's just, again, it's, it's, I can't really express it in words. And also on top of that, I'm not going to talk about the situation like that and really bringing it in like it's somebody's fault or whatever. It's relevant. A long time ago, a buddy in my life, Allah rest in peace, um, met him like in 94. He was working for, uh, can't fucking remember, but a small independent record label. And she's always positive and stuff, you know, and he was just talking about how you embrace the pain. And I've spoke about that recently, right? And it's something I had to do. I couldn't run from the pain. You know, I want to get all the feels. I need to feel the sore muscles. I need to feel the broken heart. I need to feel all those things. Because when the universe comes back around and gives out what it needs to, Bruh, let me say this. The ones who can't run this marathon are going to beg to whoever they ask for help from to please make it stop. They're going to plead to stop the pain. Now, I know this is temporary, but in actuality, the scars that this time will create and the punctures will be more than scar tissue, okay? I'm a scar tissue bank, right? You know who isn't? You know, it doesn't even matter. Look, it's coming, okay? Um, some good news. I mean, I should find out sometime today. It's really early right now. I do think I found my new home. Last one didn't work out. It's fine. Actually, this is a better situation. And to be honest, I can't wait to move in and start from scratch. It's something I hate, looking for PTSD, especially when this movie shit. But I, the most important thing is I think the kids will love it. And I'm just excited to get my new life started. This ain't the back nine. This is a whole different tournament, right? Shit is just beyond me. And I still wake up every single day wondering what the fuck. The toughest part is every single few minutes, it could be any time of the day, all throughout the day, I'll see a commercial, like the BK commercial, like BK, have it your way, anything. It could be a song, a street, you know, I remember um, when we were driving to the North Shore, going to the place where the, kid, where the boys uh, swam at the Dolphins. They were sleeping and we were driving and the, the driver is just playing classic songs. Played like a Bieber song, made me think about something and um, shout out to my boy JB. And he played the Tina Turner, What's Love Got to Do With It? And it was just like, it's not really relevant to, to my life or nothing, right? Like me and my mom, but I went to get some chicken katsu on Sunday and they're playing Tina Turner in, in the restaurant. By the way, really weird guys. Um, I just haven't had an appetite. The other day I went 36 hours without really eating anything for real. It's probably averaging a meal a day for like five, six days. And not that, just I just I'm just not hungry. And it's just even the thought of it, I don't know, it's just weird. Um I did have an amazing lunch at a new favorite sushi restaurant in um low-key in fucking credible. Thank you, Ron Del Barrio, my coach. It's really sad. I've known Ron for about a year and a half. 
and we have never actually had a lunch together. We play golf, we hung out here and there. We've talked every day almost. He has helped me probably as much, if not more, than my therapist has. And um, we had an amazing fucking meal. God, the uni was just like, remind me of Santa Barbara. The Toro was great. I even had some fucking ramen, al dente noodles. It was just really good. But like, I'll drive down the street. Something reminds me of my family. And all I can think about is my kids. You know, it's hard to sweep away 10 and a half years with London and almost nine years with Ryder and my baby girl, man, Kaya. She's just uh, obviously too young to really understand what's going on, but it's all good. Um, the WLI was lit, guys. I didn't think it was going to happen. Obviously, I had no choice. A lot of people thought I was going to cancel and they'd understand. Felt bad. You know, uh, George Lopez was supposed to play in it. Two things. He ended up um, filming his last episode of his season. And on top of that, he wanted to reach out to me because he knew I was going through some shit. I didn't really want to talk to him. I, mean, I did want to talk to him, but it just wasn't, I don't know. We talked a little bit. And um, he was like, yo, Ben, I'll tell you the truth. I didn't want to bother you. I've been through it. Mom was fucked up. And, um, you know, my relationship with Maya, mine is better than it's ever been. And, you know, George is older and everything else. And um, just a weird situation, you know. Um, by the way, George Lopez Celebrity Golf Tournament is next Monday. I'm excited to do it. But yeah, WLI was great. There's some surprises, of course. I'll talk about that after the break. We can talk about that separately. Every single person who attended, whether they paid, which was sold out very fast, or a sponsor, whole sponsor, corporate sponsor, definitely witnessed a multi-million dollar brand and business be born. But more than that, it's how much this will be good for golf, right? And how much charity we will be able to do in the future. And I want to do something that relates to kids, maybe underprivileged kids. I've always worked with kids in charity, especially when I had my um, nonprofit in Seattle. But like, you know, maybe the ones who don't have dads and some need shoes. I don't know. Speaking to kids, I wish my kids could have been there to witness uh, my, my golf coming out party. Um, again, we're going to discuss that later in the break. <sighs> now, this is the craziest shit that just randomly, just Forrest Gump shit. On Saturday morning, I get a text message from my next door neighbor. I'm not there at the house. Text me. And they say, hey man, your Porsche was hit. I... Don't even really care. You know, it's a nice car. Very random. I think I was more worried about the RV that was parked behind it. You know, obviously it's on the street. So at approximately sometime between 4 and 5 a.m. Saturday night morning, or Friday night, Saturday morning, whatever, some drunk driving stupid motherfucker drove down my street, which we don't have, really have any issues on the street. Recently there's been some break-ins in cars. My next door neighbor, she works for the CIA. She had her catalytic converter stolen a few weeks ago. Okay. Drunk driver driving an SUV. No idea why or how. Smashed into my Porsche Cayenne Turbo S and totaled it. 
hit it so good that it ended up on the sidewalk, almost blocking the, the gate entrance to my house. Now, on that day, I was supposed to do something very important. I talked to the police around approximately around the same time, about two blocks away, someone died in another car accident. So I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And Saturday ended up being literally the, probably the worst day I could think of in my existence. It just was so many different things that went wrong. Shout out to my boy Cole. He, uh, he had me pull up. He chopped it up and had some barbecue and stuff and something about just being there just it was good being around people but like I just I don't know the fight was fucking trash we'll get into that later but like I'm usually the dude who's on the phone a lot right there was think there was there might have been times where I peaked an average of 11 hours a day on my phone I mean there's a very rare time it was just I don't know and then I think a fair estimate is to say probably I spent 7 hours on the phone and that's Almost one third of my day. And it was probably mostly on Twitter and Instagram, right? Subscribers, by the way, guys, we're going to be lit. Don't trip. You know, obviously spoke to you guys yesterday. I appreciate you guys. We're going to do something totally different. I'm trying to build a different platform with what I'm doing there. Um, I monetize a little bit, but I do want to do something very special that really does take off. I'm obviously going through a very tough time, so I appreciate the guys. But I am barely using social media in the last couple of weeks. Doing stuff that I have to do to promote, you know, the WLI, that's done now. There's nothing really major coming up except personal things that I got to do. And I do think I need to take off to Cabo for a few days just before I get ready for some serious shit. Um, but I'm barely using social media. And when I mean barely, I'm like at a bare minimum. Now let me explain. Instagram has just lost its luster. I don't know what's up. There's not much that I want to post. I don't do TikTok. And my favorite social media app, Twitter, is just absolutely fucking trash. Spoke about it a little bit last time. I want to add something to it now. It's like, it's really so bad. And Elon Musk is 100% to blame. You know, I couldn't imagine, you know, I've lost millions in the last year. Couldn't imagine losing 20 billion, if not even more. But he's to blame. It was fine, dick knows. The app was actually good. It was great. It was good. It was fine. Start fucking with the Twitter blue. He's like, you just don't want people on there. Like you just, it's just weird. Now I literally just go on there to interact with the subscribers, which I don't have subscriptions right now temporarily, you know, but whatever. And I have so much weird shit going on because I don't live at my house. But I go on there just to see trends, you know, and why it's trending. It's like the bit of entertainment that I do have this these days, right? And even those don't work the same because the algorithm's so fucked up. So pretty much I go on Twitter mostly for sports tweets. And it's time to really get back into my serious grind mode. Like I'm really about to go get this money. I wasn't motivated last year. You know, I'm focusing on golf. There are sponsors. 
but I want to build par three to 17 higher levels than it is right now. About to get my golf game back to, I really am a legitimate 20 round golfer with a seven index by the end of the year. Might be really tough to do. By next summer, I want to be a four or five, and I mean like a real four or five. I mean a guy who's not really going to shoot 80, right? But guys, one thing about me is that we talked about it before. I don't know if it was an emergency or whatever else. I'll exaggerate. I'm a storyteller. I love telling stories. I love the way, you know, people react when I get passionate about something. We discussed a little bit about capping and stuff, right? One thing about me, I just won't flat out lie to you guys or flat out lie to anyone. Let me correct that because I just lied there, right? To people who I don't give a fuck about. Be like, I wasn't there. I don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, whatever, because I just don't want to deal with it. What I mean is I will never tell somebody or tell you guys I was in San Diego on this show when I was really in Africa, okay? There might be some slight falsehoods about certain things because this show is entertainment. But I'm not going to say, yo, man, yeah, I was out there in my car. I was out there in my BMW and I was wearing a blue Dodgers jersey when I was really sitting in a, a Maybach wearing a suit. You know, I'm not going to tell you I had a lot of meetings when I actually went to Dayton Busters. Do you get the picture? I, I just, that's one thing I just, and it had came out of nowhere. Just, just randomly thought about that right now. Freestyle was like, look, I want you guys to understand that. But the show is entertainment, even though it's about my life. There's things I hear I talk about. And no matter what, and this ain't about necessarily specific things, but I've had it used in court against me for slander and things like that and the problem is timelines are different things are different what i say to you guys there may be motivational things that i do there may be things i tell you guys to do that i don't do might be things that i preach about and don't practice necessarily why am i bringing this up again because when people google my net worth on several different sites it says i'm worth a hundred million dollars Guys, I wish I was worth $100 million, okay? No, it's not. That, that's not the case. Now, have I generated that much money with companies and brands and things like that? You know, maybe so. But again, what do I get? 17% of that. There's taxes. There's things I pay at. But, you know, what people misunderstand too is I said when I first met Nicolette, I was at like the lowest point of my life financially in certain things. It's documented and it's been archived in so many different places. You have to look deeper, whatever. But like, I became a millionaire in 2004, right? Selling my sneaker collection. I made smart investments and I always kind of kept that bread around. You know, I started a jewelry business, okay? So I think people have misunderstood when I talked about getting robbed and going through a low point in my life and saying that, you know, money doesn't buy you happiness. I think people get confused that like, you know, I was worth over $4 million before I got married. You know, I took an L when we got robbed after we got married. 
you know, but I always had assets like meaning like, you know, I own 51% of IF and Co. I was a majority owner. You know, just to in Cuban links, Franco's and random gold chains alone was well over a million and 1.5 maybe um, in gold. Then the loose diamonds and all the jewelry and all the other chains and everything else. You know, at the time, the, the Cali chain, right? And everything, you know, even during the bad recession, you know, I was worth, you know, at least three, three and a half million during then, you know what I'm saying? Just in assets with, with gold and stuff, right? I've talked about it. But what people don't understand is, like as far as cash, cash, I had like 75K in the bank. And I know for other people, like, what the fuck are you talking about? That ain't shit. Was well, because I had put my money into my business and I invested in that. You know what I mean? Obviously, I had a bank account. But what I had, again, in jewelry and in inventory and in art, you know, I cashed out a lot of that shit before I got married. But I never had $100 million. Never had $50 million, you know? So I just think that, you know, even though having a bad year, like, I'm good. I can do without. So I just had to add that in there. It just was weird because people just always Google my net worth and I never discuss it. But yeah, before I got married, I was worth a good amount of money. And I still live somewhat humble because, you know, I... And it's getting too personal, but I mean, jit, I had, you know, that, you know what I mean, before we got married. And even at my peak, it was never anywhere near that type of money. But I just had to address that, guys. Sorry, man. I know it's random. Got to give a shout out right now to a plastic plant. I have been rocking their shit for like a year straight, I think. Pretty heavy. But I'm in a weird place and I don't have all my clothes. I've got rid of a bunch of shit. I'm going to get rid of a bunch more. But a plastic plant has been sending me boxes of gear. Went to my mailbox and there was a big box of gear. And to tell you the truth, I actually needed it. I don't want to want to acquire more stuff by purchasing it because I do have enough clothes. I have enough shoes. But it's just, like I said, again, I'm living out of like a suitcase. So again, a plastic plant, much love. Congrats on the collab. Congrats on everything you're doing, man. It, it, I'm, I'm really proud of you, man. You're really cool. And you know, these are these pages, these web pages that don't have necessarily a single person running them or, you know, a face behind the, the account. It's just, I don't know. You know, I'm switching gears right now. Mental toughness when you're winning is fucking a whole different level. It doesn't matter if it's golf, basketball, baseball. I'm just giving you examples, right? But when you're on top, you can use this for anything in life. I'm using it currently for life. Just saying. If you're up like six strokes, it's a big match. Someone's creeping up, getting you know really good. It's stressful. It's really tough to maintain that level of performance, right? When you're in baseball, you're about to hit a no-hitter or whatever, boom. It's really important. They hit a home run. Now you're thinking like, fuck, all right, I got to clean this shit up. I got I to gotta get back on my gangster shit. Can't let them win. You're in basketball. Momentum changes this and that. In life, when you're on top, 
when you're eating good, you've busted your ass, right? People think, for those people who are less privileged, they work a shitty job, they work a nine to five, they work for minimum wage. And they're struggling to have to provide for four or five kids. Couple things. Nobody asked you to have those kids. May sound harsh, but I'm just being real. The ones who are really going through a tough time because, you know, but they still find happiness, but I'm just saying, compared to somebody who's living a good life, it is definitely harder to maintain a good lifestyle and keep that going because a lot of things can change. You have to be so smart, have every angle covered, every I dotted, every T crossed. Trust me, your mental toughness to brace yourself from falling 10 feet compared to falling 300 feet is way different. Now, there's people who have deaths in their family, people who go through divorce during you know, their professional season of golf, whatever. It's more common than I thought in golf. <laughs> I wonder why. What I'm saying is they still got to show up. Fans want to see them play. They understand. And at a certain point, people should be like, oh, don't worry about fans. And I appreciate those people who are unselfish and they think about that type of shit. But I'm just telling you guys, it's not easy. It's really difficult. Because I did take time off. I did pivot into golf. But I've never felt like this dead before. I have a purpose. That's, there's no question, right? I'm doing this for my kids. I made a lot of changes throughout the years. I made the biggest changes more recently. And not because I had to even. It's because I was put in a situation, right? But again, I could just be hanging out in this same size room with my kids and that warmth alone without any words would fill my heart, my spirit, my energy so much. They could be on YouTube, whatever, boom. It would change everything right now. But again, that's not going to happen right now hopefully soon but I just got want you guys to understand where I'm coming from now if you're a parent you do understand because I just had the emergency pod I know that was deep but that's where I'm at and in the meantime I would love to sit back and just be like well I got some bread saved I got this this and this but it's a different situation I'm in right now so really I just want you guys to understand that I am going to force myself to get out there. I'm going to play some more golf this week. Got my clubs. I'm healthy. And I need to do some things. Obviously, hopefully moving, getting the home, getting that, getting that started. But about to do a lot of redirection. And the fire under my ass will come from London, Ryder, and Kaya. But again, I want to say thank you guys for listening to this show. I am flirting and thinking about bringing it back on Thursday on Monday and Thursdays. I just need a more stable location to record the show. Do want to build the studio in the new spot. I do want to do a lot of different things. And at least I am thinking about these things. But I wanted you guys to understand that. 
I appreciate you. Again, for like the fourth or fifth time, I just said that already. Um, I hear the Lakey Lake in the background. That means it's time for a break. Let's talk about the fucking, the Wash Lord. What I liked, what I think could be better. Let's talk about the NBA playoffs. Let's talk about this fucking awful Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis fight. Let's talk about these idiots in the NFL. But there's a flip side of that too. Ghost, you know, Power Series Ghost was fucking just wow. Let's take this break. Let's pay some bills. We'll be right back, guys. Guys, do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rising prices stressing you out? If you're looking for ways to cut costs, you need Rocket Money. Over 80% of people have subscriptions that they have forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. Like that Stars app just to watch one show, or that free gaming trial you never actually used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you, and for any of you who don't want to pay for in advance. Just hit cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. I've done it. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerts if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving an average person up to $720 a year. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing your money away, guys. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash baller. That's rocketmoney.com slash baller. Yo, yo, what up, man? We are back. I just wanted to kind of um, say something good now. You know what I mean? Something very... um monumental in my life, a milestone in my golf career, actually a milestone in, yes, my life. This is crazy. As you guys know, that golf is something I've pivoted into full-blown. The Wash Lord Invitational yesterday was absolutely a huge success. Before we even get started, I need to give a big shout to my partner, Popeye. Popeye, you and AIM, I don't know what to say. Like, course you know i love you but goddamn bro we did it one week from today will be officially one year since i started playing rounds of golf like actual rounds of golf right and i'm just like tripping a fucking huge successful major corporate sponsor golf tournament like this thing was out of control so let me give a shout out to our sponsors first off I'll make sure I, I give everyone their proper due. Michelob Ultra, thank you. Beyond, thank you. TaylorMade Golf, come on, man. This is ridiculous. Dave & Buster's, Crep Protect, Dixon, True Classic, Rolls-Royce Cars, Kitiv, Raising Canes, Stance Socks, Pokari Sweat, Reliance Litigation, and Incredible technology 
Guys, it was more than I expected it to be. With all that I'm going through, with where my mind is at, it was just spectacular, right? Full house, 144 players. Obviously the event sold out in a couple hours. Um, the whole sponsors, those people came in. You know, I got there at 8 a.m. I woke up at 5 a.m. I was just like, just my mind was in a trance. And I'm so glad that Sioux followers, subscribers got to join this event because it was really hard to get in. You know what I mean? And um, you got every single penny worth. Every corporation that that sponsored every dollar got their return on investment. We had to change some corporate foursomes. We had to change some things around. But the best part about it is, you know, there's charity that this goes to and it goes to kids and things like that. But more importantly, everyone had fun. Everyone had a good time. Now, my stroke wasn't fantastic. My ball striking wasn't fantastic. But I still had some really good shots. My putter was definitely hot. I was doing my thing. And it was just an incredible day. From beginning to end, there's breakfast. You know, by the way, sorry, let me shout out Ken, Joey, the entire staff at Angeles National Golf. Beautiful course. Jack Nicholas design course. It was pure. It was the best I've ever seen. The conditions there, the grass, the rain, everything. I, and I was playing there at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. You know, I was playing two, three rounds a week, um, at least practicing four to six times a week or playing golf in some sort four to six times a week. In the last 13 or 14 weeks, I think I've played, shit, two, three rounds, four rounds. I just haven't had time. Had a really good range session um, the other day, Sunday. Today was, I mean, yesterday was just unbelievable. I'm still dreaming. You know, I don't know another golf tournament that gave away the stuff that we gave away. The gift bags were all usable things. You know, swag bags. By the way, shout out to Sam Yee, my bad. Story, these are legitimately the best sleeves in golf, especially on a hot day. Forget about it. Keep your arms cool. They're just fabulous, right? Did a Ben Baller collaboration. Shout out to Birdie Corn Golf for the amazing five-in-one divot tool. We will be putting those up for sale. Amazing item. Just, I really am speechless, right? I still took me time to wind down. We gave away... $40,000 in chains, four chains. Actually, to tell you the truth, they, they were more than that. And we'll get to the winners in a little bit, but we gave away a $7,000 Golden Tee arcade game. Insane game. By the way, shout out to my boy Josh Park who won that. We gave away a Utopia $3,000 e-bike Ben Baller edition. There's only two in the world. Gave away a PlayStation. Gave away Dave & Buster's cards. We gave away so much shit. But more importantly, again, People just had a great time. They couldn't stop talking about how much fun they had. You know, Raising Cane's did lunch. We had an amazing dinner with mashed potatoes, veggies, chicken, salad. We had two prime rib cutting bars. It was just, it was insane. It was perfect. You know, I don't know if we're going to do it at Angeles next year. You know, we definitely are going to do one later this year. It's going to be more chill, less corporate sponsored. There's plans on taking Wash Lord Invitational to London there's plans to take it to Korea. I'm down to do it in different cities, guys. This thing was just, again, a huge success. I cannot express my gratitude again to everyone who attended 
everyone who was involved. My boy Justin Bieber showed up. Um, there's obviously other celebrities, you know, golfers. I think I might have been the only person that was 50 or over. Uh, oh, my bad, my coach Ron. And by the way, Ron blew his knee out really bad. He had to get a 12-gauge needle in his fucking knee. They took out 140 cc's of fluid. It was fucked up. He fucked it up, but he didn't want to miss it. It was a, an amazing shot to my foursome. Jacob, a.k.a. the Jesus of Golf, my cousin Peter, uh, Ron Del Barrio, they carried me. Um, at least I contributed. I, I definitely, you know, we shot um, 11 under. I think we were in fifth place or we're tied for fourth place. You know, Team TaylorMade, which is The Stranger, my boy Mike, um, Trotty, my dog Bucky, and uh, Andrew, they won the foursome. Uh, they won the chains. They were fucking ecstatic. They were beyond happy. They fucking played their ass off. They went crazy. It was just a beautiful day. Again, the weather was perfect. It, the high was like 75, 76. The sun was out. It was like not too... It was kind of breezy and cold. The wind was a little bit, but it was just pure. The sea, my brand on banners next to fucking billion dollar corporations like Michelob Ultra and just Bukhari Sweat, you know, pulled up and gave a ton of shit. It, you know, they had like thousand bottles of Bukhari Sweat, cold at all times. And it was just an amazing day again. By the way, the winning score was 55, legit. The hole-in-one contest, fucking tough. They changed it. It went from 170 to about 200. It was damn near impossible. I got it on the green at least. It was, it was just an amazing day. I cannot tell you guys how happy I am with what's going on again in my life to take my mind off of that and just focus on a tournament and just have it be an ultimate success. I just cannot wait for the next one. I think eventually we could do three a year, maybe even four a year. Guys, look out for the next one. It was insane. It, it was just such, it was so much fun. I just thank God. What next? I have been struggling to find something to watch, right? I know Snowfall just finished and nah. I thought about, I remember I watched like the first episode. I just, I can't get into it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what, maybe it's the the cinematography that's throwing me off. I mean, I know it's good people to talk about it. I might give it a chance again. Succession, I hope it, I'm wrong and maybe I could try it again and end up being like way better than Suits. I don't know. I should start getting into it. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I haven't tried Yellowstone. Used to watch it with Nick. She fell in love with the show. I just couldn't get into it. So high rated. Guys, I am desperate. I do not want to watch Beef. I don't know what it is, man. Just the, the whole entire cast just irks me. I'm just, that's just not my thing. And um, I need something to watch, guys. So please send some suggestions. I want to talk about something that just doesn't make any sense to me. Five NFL players were suspended. A couple of them were suspended for a while. Find. Why would you bet on NFL games if you're a professional player? Some of these guys are big dudes, right? I mean, like big as far as, you know, stars. If you're making millions playing football. If they told me not to walk into another jewelry store or told me not to walk with another golf brand, now, if I, like for golf, let's say it's like, hey, it's real simple. Don't do this. We pay you $7 million a year. I wouldn't do it. 
I wouldn't think about it and I wouldn't care. I'm going to sit there, fuck that, do what I want. No, that's just not, that's not it. There's shit that I follow. It's just like, you know, like, look, some people go over the speed limit here and there, but know what the risk is. Especially if you're going over 100 and you know what I'm saying, and then there's reckless driving, you know, you lose your license, whatever, don't drive drunk. Just certain obvious things, right? But on the flip side, I don't think Pete Rose should still be banned from the Hall of Fame. It's like sad what they did to dude's career. You know what I mean? He wasn't betting on shit that he had any control of the outcome, things like that. You know, even when it comes to gambling in Vegas, I'm talking about sports betting. I, I sports bet. Uh, dude, I own a sports company, a uh, betting, you know, handicap company. But when I play blackjack and shit like that, roulette, whatever, craps, I'm not really betting over $25 a chip. Sometimes if I have a stack, you know, I'll play $100 a hand. Nothing really crazy, right? Um, it could get nasty even at $100 a hand. I've, I've, you know, you'd be down. I just, I don't need to. Like, sometimes it's, you know, it's cool here and there. But like, you know, I play poker. And poker is different. I don't even consider that gambling, right? But like, I'm not betting like Drake. And I don't understand, you know, whatever he's bored, I guess. You know, you're betting a million dollars, cool, whatever. But gambling on sports games is fun. Gambling on boxing is fun. It's exciting. It can be heartbreaking and stressful. But it's like, you got money on a game and it's close. Ain't nothing like hitting down that. You know what I'm saying? By the way, make sure you go to captainpicks.com. The Captain Picks. We got motherfucking picks for days. But again, it goes, it just makes no sense. At the same time, it's hypocritical because if you look at professional sports now, especially basketball, football, or I mean basketball, whatever, Anytime you turn on football or anything, it's like you see DraftKings, you see this, you see that, you know, you see FanDuel. It's like pro sports has now gambling apps and sites all over the commercials and on the stadiums and everything. It's part of the fabric of sports today. I just thought I'd think about that because I just thought about it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Right? Speaking of gambling, put fucking $2,000 on Ryan Garcia. He talked good enough. I've met dude a few times. You know what I'm saying? Look really quick here and there. My boy manages Javanta. My boy Stephen Victor is fucking Tank Davis's manager. I didn't really think I saw anything in Tank that really, you know, it didn't really show me like he really got that juice. So like, I don't know, man. You know, I just, I didn't really believe dude. Now, this is where it gets kind of interesting. I think the fight was fixed. And I never, ever say that. I hate saying shit is fixed here and there. There's situations that are weird, you know. But this just doesn't... Ryan Garcia talks so much trash and he didn't fight that good. And you could say, okay, of course, Javante was a better boxer that day. Maybe he was. Okay, great. But to talk that kind of shit and then be like, yo, maybe we could be friends. Maybe we do I just don't understand Ryan. Like, bro, what's up with you? And I know he's young, but he had to get paid crazy because look i get it oh we got a good shot in the liver i understand that's supposed to say, oh it's delayed here no look at dude he was looking at dude he got hit dead in the nose dead bang full power shot to his face he got up in not even one second less than a second but he gets hit in the ribs hit in the liver right gets up gets in a defensive stance he dances around a little bit he starts, you know, moving his shoulders. And then he just goes down. And I'm just like, come on. Maybe he was hurt. But he, it's just, 
I mean, yeah, I'm sure there should be a part two. Who knows if fucking Tank does it. He's probably going to fight fucking Devin Haney next, which that actually might be a good-ass fight. But I just, I don't know, man. That shit just had me tight. Like, come on, dog. Really, man? I just, just the whole, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. It's going to make me mad. NBA playoffs right now, guys, is definitely cracking, right? Some shit going on. I wish Minnesota got swept, whatever. I don't think they're going to last. I don't think the Warriors are going to make it. Haven't been following the Knicks. Been following Boston and shit like that. I don't really give a fuck. I watch it when I can. I just, my mind's obviously been on different things. But the Lakers, I ain't missed a game. Yo, we got this. We going to the next round. Okay. We're up 3-1 right now. Memphis is tough. I ain't gonna lie. They hard. You know, we're getting old. I got to give LeBron his flowers. He's he's in his 20th season and this dude is doing a remarkable shit. Him and AD, when they, when they click. I was worried about AD last night, but it pulled it out. I don't know who we play next. I don't want to play Phoenix, I'll tell you that. I'm not really scared of Sacramento. I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. I do think that uh, Lakers got a weird shot, man playing good right now you know what i'm saying but um guys that's pretty much it man you know what i mean uh sorry we're dropping on tuesday we just had such a big thing tomorrow yesterday sorry tomorrow and um i'm looking forward to a better week i really am when i said i hope i have good news i should have said that first with the wash lord thing because that was a huge huge deal i have um you know par three obligations i got george lopez's tournament next week got the u.s open you know, I got some trips with my with my kids coming up. I'm excited. I got shit popping. And um, I have more time just to, you know, to just really kind of recover from this situation that's going on now with my life. And um, I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for a new crib to furnish it, to just think positive. The last thing on my mind is dating. I don't want to think about dating. If something falls in my lap when I'm ready, but that's like the last thing. Like, I don't even give a fuck about that. Like, where I'm at, there's still too much just hurt and pain and everything else. And I know that situation just ain't it. It's just not. And we won't get into that. But I am positive for the future, guys. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm sure... Someday I'm going to look back and be like, yo, this was probably the best thing for us. And um, I want to just hope you guys have the best week, have the best weekend. And um, that's it, man. God bless, guys. Again, I'm just really still high off this fucking uh, wash lord thing. So, guys, this is not your practice life. I always say many are cold, but few are frozen. Let me say Many are called, but few are chosen. All right, guys. Remember, the BB stands for be better, guys. All right? That lakey lake in the background. Sorry I lost my voice, man. Yo, I will see you guys on Monday, May 1st. Have a great one. Peace, y'all.